This is a HeadGum Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Rise, a science-based app that makes it easy to improve your sleep and daily energy. Welcome to another episode, Bell Babies. We're so glad that you're here. You guys know how much Eugene and I think about sleep and try to harness the power of sleep to unlock our full potential by way of getting better sleep, um, seeing what we can figure out. Uh, and we've done a lot of research. We've experimented with wearables. We've tracked our sleep, but there's so much we don't know. There's a lot of myths and misunderstandings. Thank God, y'all, that, uh, that Rise came into our lives, started sponsoring our episodes because they filled in a lot of the gaps. For instance, we know now that it's normal to feel groggy when we wake up and sluggish in the afternoon. That's a normal thing. However, it's not normal to feel tired throughout the day. Something's going on there. Something's wrong. That means you're carrying a sleep debt and you are limiting your natural energy peaks and making your dips less productive. Sleep debt? You're asking me, what is that? Well, it's the only sleep score that matters. And Rise tracks how much sleep you owe your body relative to your own unique sleep need and helps you pay it back. Rise is also tracking your circadian rhythm. And your circadian rhythm dictates your personal energy peaks and dips throughout the day. And Rise not only predicts your daily energy schedule, it helps you take control of it. That's what I love about Rise. Because I mentioned that Eugene and I were experimenting with these wearables. Eugene got an Apple Watch. He's playing with that. I did a Fitbit for a while, the Aura Ring. So we'd, we'd look at it. We'd say, oh, wow, look, at this is the sleep. This is how much, you know, Delta sleep I got. This is how much REM sleep I got. This is this. And then we'd sit there and we'd think, all right, what the hell do we do now? What do we do with this? What does it even mean? I got a little bit more of this kind of sleep versus that kind of sleep. Is that better? How much more sleep should I get? What do I do? Pulling our hair out. Well, Rise works with those wearables, guys. It pulls the historical data from those wearables and apps. It also will use your phone. Say you don't have a wearable, you're not into it, you don't want to buy it. It'll pull it from your phone and it's going to track your sleep and your sleep debt. And it's going to determine the best time for you to go to sleep at night. And every morning, Rise is going to tell you how long you'll be groggy, when your best times to focus will be, and when you should start winding down for the best sleep. I love it. I got the app right here on my phone. I'm looking at it right now. Super easy to use. I pull it up. Right now, I'm carrying a 6.7-hour sleep debt. That's an improvement from last time I talked to you guys. I think I was in the eight-hour range or something. Um, so I'm improving. I also know that today, the best time for me to have focused would have been between 10.45 and 11.45. Good to know. Good time to schedule important meetings. Uh, maybe a podcast recording. I'm, I'm the most focused at that time. Maybe a workout. I want to zero in on chest day so that my chest looks jacked for the summer. I want that deep, high chest separation, and I want to do it when I'm focused. I also know that uh, for me to go to bed tonight, my best bet would be at between 1045 and 1145. Good to know. Again, super easy. So much more you can do with this app. Just the tip of the iceberg. Um, with Rise, you can improve 16 science-based habits that will help you reduce your sleep debt and optimize your day based on your energy schedule. Uh, I love it, guys. I want you to get on Rise. They've got a great 
plan for you, a great way for you to try it out and see if it's going to work for you. I think it will. Statistically, it should. Here's what you got to do. Rise helps you realize your potential with real results, real productivity, real performance, and real well-being. 80% of Rise users feel the benefits within five days. Give it a try and see what it can do for you. Go to risescience.com slash dumbbells and download the Rise app today to try it free for seven days. Whether you want to become a morning person, wake up more refreshed, be less exhausted during the day, or improve your productivity and daily energy, Rise is the power behind your next best day. That's rise.com slash dumbbells to try the Rise app free for seven days. 80% of folks experience benefit after five days. Rise has given you seven, guys. Give it a try and see what it can do for you. And now, enjoy the episode. This is the Dumbbells, the personal fitness podcast where we, I'm Eugene Cordero. And me, I'm Ryan Stanger. Have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. This is solely based on our own working experience. Little bit of bro science. So, please keep in mind we're not doctors and never claim to be. Uh-uh, uh-uh, just a couple of dumbbells love ourselves some fitness. Want to help you with yours. And the help can start right now. Yeah. Yours. Right now. Yours truly. What is that accent? Nothing. Yours. That's nothing. That's yours? like me. That's like me turning from a fish into a man, Lucas style. <laughs> yours. Yours. I'm a man now. <laughs> I'm Whoa, a man. I'm to do my flippers. I'm no longer a fish. I guess I breathe air. I guess I, now that I think about what my audition was, way off. For Luca? Because I was doing that kind of stuff. And I also didn't sound like a child. Yeah. Oh, I'm just a little kid. I'm just a little kid. <laughs> my little kid is like too close to like. Pee-wee. I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> real, real peewee. Real peewee. Yeah. I'm Re- turning into a fish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Guys, if you have pets, we're uh, approaching July 4th. Make sure you keep them inside. Yeah. Watch, watch your gates. Don't put them outside near the gates. They will run away. It is a scary time for them. It's wild. The the pandemic has gotten people crazy about fireworks. Not quite as bad as last year. Last year, they ran for two months straight, popping sure. and crackling like fucking Sarail. Yeah, and people like, were clapping at 7 p.m. regardless <laughs> for everybody dude. outside. I mean, yeah. for, you know, pots and pans uh, for all of the first I mean, responders. People, I get that. Yeah, people were clapping for me going to the market. I sure, mean, it was sure, like, and sure. I, you know, I mean, I, I appreciated it. People were uh, clapping at noon for Uber Eats, I think. Yeah. Have you noticed a um, a ton of um, food delivery? Like I'll walk my dog at night and there's just cars. It's cha- It's gotten, it had been getting on the rise anyway. It had been on the rise sure. in popularity. But since this, it's like every night there's, I see 15, 20 cars parking and killing it. Yeah. The person figuring it out and getting the food up to the house and stuff. And I feel like people I don't think have, it'll ever change. I feel no. like people have stopped taking Uber and I think Uber drivers have stopped driving and just done Uber Eats instead because it, Yeah, you don't go, anymore. you just get it delivered. Yeah. You don't have to deal with humans. I mean you do when you drop off, but barely. Yeah. Just tip your drive tip, tip your, your drivers. Uh, your delivery people. Hey, too. and you know, now that things are opening up, 
What are we doing? Anyways, now that things are opening up, make sure you take care of all of the people that are working at these restaurants and stuff because they're working their butts off and they're not 100% staffed, even though everything is 100% open. I know that that's probably like a tweet and an Instagram thing that people are posting, but I think it's true, especially if coming from a dude who I've spent the majority of my life prior to working Yeah, more. Papa Cordero. Yeah, was was fucking you know slinging eats, man. Yeah. The guy had a had a restaurant, so he was you know, and I and I had been working in restaurants. I mean, now it's crazy. I I, I would say I worked in restaurants for twenty years, from like you know, mm-hmm. um, and at this point, stop. Like since I've stopped, it's only been ten. I I've still at ha- my current career has been half of what my service industry career was. Does that make sense? It does. I'll say this. I also worked in restaurants, not as long, but it's the most, it's seminal to me. Like I think about it all the the time. Like the bread? (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. that, but also just like all my experiences there. Like I, there's, I can't even tell you about the last 10 years, like what job, like what I did, what happened, but the five or six years that I worked in the restaurant business, I have, you know, detailed and vivid memories of, oh, yes. I mean, I was like, why? I mean, I'm just talking, fucking eating, stealing, sure, sure. <laughs> fighting. Sure. Oh, when you, <laughs> you mean talking about when you were an animal or you're yeah. talking about these things happening to you? No, you're talking about uh, you no, being me and happening to me sure. and ever, all of it, all of it. I was participating. I was witnessing. Oh yeah. I was the recipient of, I was the instigator of, I mean, wild, crazy shit. I have had, I have had, and we've both had some audition stuff in the entertainment industry stories that would be like, whoa, but I can give you more service industry stories that you'd be like, come on, why are you still doing it? It's like, cause you had to make that quiche. Yeah. You You had to make that, you had to make that quiche quiche. You can't make the scene if you don't have the green. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Got to get that quiche, that breakfast cash. (laughs) (laughs) Hey man, you had to work brunch, man. You had to get that quiche, bro. Got to get that quiche, dude. You had to flip that omelet so you could fucking survive. (laughs) (laughs) What are we doing? Why are people listening to us? Because they love us and we love you guys. Hi, everybody. We're the Dumbbells. We're here. We're doing a twofer, a two-hander. Yeah, so we got a, we asked for questions. You guys bombarded answered, us, bombarded us with your questions. We're gonna split it into two parts so that we can get to all of them. Mm-hmm. We'll do our best. Um, should we get going? Yeah, I want to even answer the joke ones because the okay. joke ones are funny. All right, we won't start with the joke one. Yeah. Here's one from Dave Tooney. Does kombucha? Oh, this is a joke one because it's just from a funny guy, or no? Not this a joke. A, no, he's, oh, he's, okay. he seems pretty sincere. I miss that. He's dude. at. Yeah, Dave Tooney's asking, does kombucha make you smoocha? Oh, <laughs> that's not a joke one. That's a real one, huh? No, he wants to know, does kombucha <laughs> make you smoocha? Oh, oh, oh. oh, I don't know. I know kombucha <laughs> make you smoocha. Uh, that's our offensive Dave Tooney impression. Yeah, really offensive. He's He's turning over in his bed. He's yeah. got one of those thick. I bet you. I bet you. Dave Tooney sleeps with one of those forty-pound blankets. Those weighted. Yeah, blankets. weighted blanket. He's got a magnet underneath it. <laughs> yeah. Dave Tooney's. It looks like um, 
He looks like a normal uh, guy, but he's into some freaky health shit. The gentleman is uh, vegan-ish now or full-on vegan? vegan? Full-on vegan, 100% for years now. Yeah, yeah. He's into earthing where mm-hmm. you, you walk on the dirt without shoes on. Yeah. Um, and has an earth pad for under his bed, if I remember correctly. Love it. He's getting the deca, deca, uh, the DECA scans. What's it called? Scans. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The D-E-X-A scans. DEXA scans, that's yeah. right. Um, and uh, yeah, his, so we got yeah. to have him back on to see where he's at because he's always doing good health stuff. I yeah. saw him recently. He looks amazing. He looks fit Great. as a fiddle. Handsome, strong, virile. Wow. He looks agile, mobile, and hostile. Ooh, baby. Never docile and always crocodile. Yeah, uh, baby. Here's that, what I'll say that, about- That crocodile Dave Tooney, baby. <laughs> here's what I'll tell this crocodile Dave Tooney. Um, kombucha, I for years, years, baby, was a GT GT's kombucha guy. What does that it mean? All, GT's is a brand of kombucha. Oh. It was like, before I even knew what kombucha was, they were doing it. You could get it at Whole Foods. It tasted weird. It looked like juice, but if you ever had kombucha, it doesn't taste like juice because there's a fermentation there. So it's a little, it's kind of champagne-y or something. Like it tastes a little Man. boozy because there's a little alcohol in there. There is alcohol in it? Like you, yeah. Like, um, like you can get drunk off Kombucha, you got to drink a lot of it. You got to, you'd have to drink a barrel full or some shit. Mm. You know, I don't know what the, so this GT's company though, they did, I thought they did good kombucha. I liked the taste of it. I would get the original flavor or the greens flavor. And then they got, there was some kind of, um, uh, litigation that Uh happened with them and they had to, uh, they had to adjust how they they packaged it, and they, t- say, they had to change their formula, or they actually no, just had they to package had the same it. formula, but they had to specify in the packaging the alcohol content that it was a little higher than what they said, and so it wasn't enough to get you buzzed, but you had to be twenty one or over to buy it. Whoa! And then they also had some that had a little less fermentation, so they split. They would be like, okay. Well, these ones you can do. And so I would get like the fully leaded, like I would get the hardcore stuff. Mm-hmm. And I liked it because it was relatively low sugar. Some kombuchas can kind of jack up the sugar a little bit because okay. um, there usually is, there's like a, uh, there's a culture in there and they feed it with sugar. And so if you let it ferment long enough, it'll eat up most of the sugar and you can get a relatively low sugar beverage. Um, but then GTs, I noticed and they didn't specify in packaging, their sugar doubled. And so Whoa. I was dr- drinking it for years. And then I, for some reason, was just checking the bottle and it would be like, it's that bullshit where it's like, there's two servings in one bottle and it takes one bottle to kind of satisfy you. And so, so the, it would be like three calories. So there'd be like, or three grams of sugar. So six for the whole bottle. And then, so I'm drinking it, drinking it, drinking it. And after years into drinking it, I looked and it had gone from, it, it now said six grams of sugar. And I was like, oh, is it six for the whole bottle? Or are they now just saying that like one serving is a whole bottle? No, it's six and there's two servings in there. So like the sugar doubled. And so I, I stopped because I was like, I'm not, I don't want to have 15 grams of sugar for a drink. Like I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. Um, it's just too much. And so now I do Kavita. Um, Kavita, do, they do like- Oh, Madonna pro- was in that. She wasn't in that. 
Right? She was in that. Yeah, she was in that. She was in the movie version of She's it. She's asking everybody not to cry for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The truth is she never left you. Right? Is that the truth? Who knows? Yeah. She never left me. She's still a big influence in my life. She's a big influence of mine. Madonna. Uh, so Prince anyway, too. I started, uh, Prince, huge influence um, for me. I started. Yeah, me too, uh, me too, me too. Uh, uh, on the Kavita, and I like that. Low sugar, you know, I don't know if it has as many active strands, strains mm -hmm. of the bacteria as the kombucha, but it's low sugar. And does it make you smoocha? It could, you know, if you're feeling healthy and you're feeling good about yourself and you so got someone to love. You think, you think Toonies meaning that with the amount of alcohol that's in it, that it might make you a little buzzy? Could make you a little buzzy. Um, I still have never jumped on the kombucha game, babes. I got it. You don't now, like it? I don't know. I haven't even tried it. I have not even tasted it yet. Now, I'm a bit, I like, I still do my apple cider vinegar and stuff. It, yeah, is too. it similar to that taste? It's, yeah, but it's more, you know, you can drink a bottle of it. Apple cider vinegar, you know, it's Watch me. Watch me. You do a bottle? Watch me, babes. With a mother? Watch me, babes. You doing the brags with the mother? Watch me, babes. <laughs> or not the mama. <laughs> Dinosaur, son. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> no, I don't, I don't Who's know. she? Mama. And that would make me not the mama. <laughs> Amazing. Screaming with laughter. That was a television series, prime time, made of puppets. Puppets. And then they knew that they were getting canceled. And so the last episode is them getting hit by the media. Unbelievably sad. Later. <laughs> but that's the way to do it, man. If yeah. you're going to do it, you're going to do it full out. Um, like dinosaurs should. I'm impressed. Um, yeah, that's a good question to start off with. I'm glad we started with one that's not a joke. I do want to start trying kombucha. Now, would you say that is the brand that I should start off with, or is there like a softer version in? No, I mean, I, I, I'd go for just dive into it. I mean, I would say Kavita is a good low-calorie, low-sugar version, but okay. I mean, fucking kombucha is good. And so, you know, if you want to give one a whirl, like GT's does good stuff, it's just, you know, just watch the sugar content, you know? But what, so what is, what are the benefits that you feel from it is I guess my question or what, what are the benefits I mean, that they I think say, you know, there's all this like detox shit that they say, but I would say, you but know, we're, ta we're talking about similar to yogurt, like, you know, yeah, all of that kind of stuff. It's gut health, you know? And yeah, so, gut yeah, good, good flora. You know, reintroducing, you know, flora for your, uh, and then I guess maybe some vitamins and some hydration. Okay. But yeah. Because, you know, uh, to just kind of, I don't know if any of the questions actually deal with this, but since we're talking about things that we're putting into our body and kind of that gut health and stuff, you know, I'm strictly on to just the fish oil and I'm doing mm. Dr. Sinatra's just because mm. I've been on it and I like it. The chairman of the board. The chairman of the board, Dr. S Dr. Sinatra, the yeah. Dr. Sinatra. And then I'm also, you know, just doing a multi, but that's it. Uh, well, you know, you had sent me some, um, uh, something to help with my, um, with like a joint and, uh, and, and, and bone. Uh, oh, the hyaluronic acid, the, um, the, uh, it's, uh. Glucosamine, chondroitin, and hyaluronic acid. I think so. What, yeah. what, is, what is it called? What was the? I 
I'll say the brand because people are going to want to know. Yeah. It's great. I, I use that all the time. Oh, yeah. It was for joint and um, joint health and uh, and and that. God, what was the... I, I, I'll pull it up. I got it. Hold, yeah. hold on. Um, move and, well. Move well. Yes, move well. Um, move well. Glucosamine chondroitin with MSM and hyaluronic acid. Did it every day while I was in Vancouver. Started it there. Because I think you sent it to me right before I left. So I'm like, why not spend the eight weeks, you know, taking the, uh, you know, two a day, I think it was. Yeah. Now, I don't know if you're doing more than that. Are you, are you doing- I do two pills twice a day. Twice a day. Oh, I think that's what it, but I think I just did two pills once a day. Okay. Um, it, it felt good. I don't know how much difference it made. So now I'm just, since I've been home, I haven't been doing it. And, um, I don't, I'm not feeling while I was there and while I'm home, I'm not feeling any pain, but I do hear my knees crackle. Yeah. Now, I don't know if I'm hearing it more because when I was working out in Vancouver, I had headphones on for a lot of things. <laughs> so maybe I didn't hear it. Or now that, or maybe it's cracking more. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, with the glucosamine chondroitin, it, it's one of those ones that like was really popular for a while. People got on it. And then kind of fell off and there'd be a study that would say actually doesn't do anything. And then another study that says it does. And so now it's kind of been, it's been pulled in both directions. And uh, some people swear by it and some people doesn't do really anything for them. I would say if there is any therapeutic benefit, it's minor because that's, you know, it's an over-the-counter supplement. So how much can it really do? Um, for me, I have noticed something from taking this specific brand. It could be uh, a placebo effect. It could be psychosomatic, whatever, but it is working. And so, you know, it's worth trying. See if it does anything for you, if you have chronic joint conditions and it's not super expensive and it's not dangerous. So yeah. 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 No, I didn't mind it. I don't know if I would necessarily stick with it or stop. I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I just wanted to kind of test, test the waters. I get I guess. it. Yeah, I mean, it's, otherwise you can drive yourself crazy with these supplements. You end up being, you know, taking eighty-seven pills a day, and you don't know what's doing what for you if sure. you're doing anything. And then you completely stop, and you feel close to the same. And you're like, "All right, do I need to be fucking taking a hundred of these a day and spending all this money, or maybe I don't yeah. need anything?" Yeah, that's that's the thing. That's the thing that I, you know, I don't want to overtake things. I don't, I don't want to take things that are necessarily going to, you know maybe not do anything. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm the first person to stop doing something. Is that weird? Uh, yeah, it's I, very weird. That is weird. Um, can I ask you about something else though? Weirdly? Yeah. Um, just, just submit you, it to the, put it in the Instagram. Under I the did. I did. Post. I emailed it to you uh, via okay, me. Um, ask the dumbbells. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Under corderoids, uh, <laughs> as my handle. Um, uh, you know what CJC is? CJC, no, it doesn't sound familiar. CJC 1295. Um, it is a, a synthetic analog of growth hormone releasing, growth hormone releasing hormone and growth hormone um, that you inject into your body. Wow. Um, and, uh, 
Yeah, I was just curious if that was like a mainstream thing or not because I had heard of people taking it um, as like a um, a supplement, and I knew nothing about it. And and somebody was like, "Oh yeah, I had uh, I had you. I'm starting to use CJC twelve ninety five, and I'm like, huh, okay, neat, and I didn't know what it meant." So I was just curious if you knew what it meant. That's kind of an open-ended question about it. But, um, you know, I had Googled it immediately after I heard about it. Like when I walked to like the restroom or something, just put it in my, you know, my Safari Google on my phone and then left that, that page open so I could look at it later. Yeah. So just, um, looking at it quickly, combination of two peptides mm-hmm. and what it does, it looks like is it stimulates one side of the pituitary gland, um, in order to produce growth hormone. Um, and then you also have, uh, the other peptide that mimics, um, the ghrelin and binds with ghrelin receptor in the pituitary gland in the brain. looks like it takes three to six months to get the full benefits of it. Uh, mm. Interesting. I, I don't know. It's, you have to have a prescription for it. Right. I, 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 so I'm curious to know if this is, so say you're on some kind of growth hormone replacement, where is this, is this what they're prescribing people for that or is, or is growth hormone its own separate thing? I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm out of that world. You know, I've looked into testosterone replacement therapy a little bit, Mm -hmm. um, but is that, is that HGH? No, that's something No, else. no, that's that's just testosterone, T. Oh, okay, okay. HGH okay. is human growth hormone. So right. I, my question is, if the CJC1295, that's just getting your pituitary gland to make more growth hormone, mm-hmm. and then I, if you're taking HGH, if, if that, and that's just growth hormone, I don't know. I see. So this yeah. isn't that. I don't know. I, I, I'm just so curious because I just heard about it. I don't know if that meant that they were on HGH, if this is technically what it is or not. It seems, I'm just guessing here, it seems like it's not. Okay. It seems like this is a um, a precursor hormone that stimulates your own natural production of growth hormone and ups that for, for long-term use versus just artificially or just, just taking in growth, or you know, injecting growth hormones straight into your system. Mm-hmm. But but maybe maybe this is um maybe this is how they do it. Like when people say that they're on HGH, right? Okay, okay, no. So HGH therapy involves the direct injection of HGH into the body, and this increases HGH levels by adding HGH to the internal HGH that your body creates on its own. The uh, CJC twelve ninety five, on the other hand increases HGH through stimulating your body to produce more of it on its own. Okay. So it's a, it's that peptide. Um, HGH peptides, CJC essentially are not HGH, nor are they hormones. The HGH peptide peptides are proteins that stimulate the pituitary gland to produce higher levels of HGH naturally. Uh, and they're saying that people get the same benefits as HGH replacement, but without the risks of replacement completely. 
Because it is, you know, when you do start to replace those hormones yeah. by just injecting them in, your body starts to kind of do a little natural balancing act. And mm. it seems to me like this CJC 1295 is saying, no, we're going to work with what you already got going on. Um, got it. I can do a quick search for side effects, too, to see if anything comes up. This is all bro science guys and we're sure, just sure we're, we're just googling just, just like you're looking, googling yeah, yeah, yeah we're yeah. just quickly looking on the internet and trying but to make just, sense of you it. you know we just hear these things and you know we're curious about them so i don't know if you've heard about it i don't know if you're taking it i don't know if you um you have taken it in the past or are thinking about it or have the research or you're a medical professional and you know stuff about it um either way if you do you know um let us know uh, either by emailing us or or, or um, messaging us via the dumbbells on social media on Instagram is usually the best or um, ask the dumbbells at gmail.com. Either of those things will definitely help us to um, to gauge it and get an idea of, uh, you know, get more information on it. And hopefully maybe we can speak about it more later. Who knows? Um, but that was one of the things that um, I was just, you know, anytime I hear of something new, it kind of like, you know, pops up in my brain and, and I, I, I start overthinking about it, wondering, you know, how into the world it is or how, how much into like the workout world or, or, you know, not, not the thing that is like the, you know, um, you know, the fountain of youth or anything, but just maybe something that has come out that people are using that, that they feel like they benefit from even, even things like kombucha or whatever. Uh, you know, I'm just wondering if I'm just asking the same questions that you might have out there in the world. So, yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of the stuff right now is pretty rah, rah about the use of these peptides. Mm -hmm. Um, it, it, it seems like it, they're saying, and th again, this is for people that are, are maybe operating under some level of confirmation bias. They want to use them. They want them to work. Um, so they're saying in healthy individuals, they are generally safe. Um, with As with anything, there have been a few cases of serious side effects reported. Um, but, you know, it's one of those things that in order to take them anyway, you have to get the prescription of a doctor. So, you know, I think go in there with like an open mind. There's no magic pill. Um, and... I, you know, I don't know how long people have been on these or been trying them. So your, you know, your sample's pretty limited in what, what they can, what can happen to you long-term. And, you know, anytime you start messing with your body's natural chemistry and all that shit, you know, stuff can happen, but it seems, you know, like the, just the kind of broad, you know, quick glance of research we've done here, they seem to say that they're, you know, that they're relatively safe. I don't know. Be careful. And also, uh, it sh we should note that they're they're not a hormone and they're not anabolic. It's it's it all has to do with you know HGH and uh, your body's growth hormone and you know some some of the like the weird stuff that can happen with growth hormone too. If you know if those levels get too high or if you have some kind of early level of uh, malignancy and uh, something that's not quite cancer yet, and you start taking growth hormone and get your levels really high, it can cause a lot of cellular activity. And then, you know, cancer can spread and grow in instances where maybe wouldn't before. So that can be pretty dangerous. And I don't know if, if trying these pepti peptides would put you into that category as well. Like 
if your levels are getting high enough that that weird shit happens. And then also, you know, you see with bodybuilders and stuff, you know, weird stuff can happen if your growth hormone levels get too high. You can stimulate bone activity in your face. You know, you get like a brow ridge growing and start spreading your teeth out. Um, you can get abdominal swelling. You know, they get the, uh, the, the, st the steroid gut. Yeah. Um, you know, where their stomachs swell and stick out. And so, I don't know. Uh, you know, be careful. But interesting question. I've never heard of those. That is interesting. I'm going to do some more research, Huge. Yeah. The other thing that I had um, um, saved in there is um, the actor William uh, Fincher. Finchner? Uh, the uh, director? No, the um, actor. He's what, like Longest Yard and... Um, yeah, Prison Break and uh, yeah, yeah. He's like... Uh, He's in Dark Knight Rises, the bank teller and that. He's in Heat. He's in Heat. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Armageddon. Yeah, I like um, him. Yeah. Um, the reason is because over a year and a half ago, I, you know, um, the YMCA, I had seen him a couple of times. Couldn't think of his name or know who. I knew he was an actor. His face is so familiar because he's in a million things. And I'm like, God, that guy's an actor, and I really like him in things, but I can't name one of the things he's done off the top of my head, and I cannot name his name, which is like the ultimate career for me. You know, <laughs> he's like, he's living the life. So I'm like, God, what is it? And I couldn't figure it out. And then, you know, one of the other members of the gym is, um, of the YMCA over there is my buddy, um, Andy Daly from Review. And Oh, know, yeah, yeah, great. And a bunch of great comedy. Yeah. Also, one of the reasons why I even started doing comedy or doing improv. He's one of the fun, most like the the funniest. Oh my gosh! Yeah. His his like his um comedy bang bang stuff. Ah, uh, he's amazing. Uh, yeah, Don the uh, like something for daddy and all that shit. And he's he's amazing, and he is literally <laughs> the reason why I started doing improv because I saw yeah. him. Um. The first time I ever saw it live, he was in it. And I was like, I got to do this thing that this guy is doing. He's a killer. Yeah. So he's a killer. And anyways, uh, I had seen him this weekend and I was like, hey. And he asked me, have I been back to the Y? And I go, no. Have you? He goes, no. Um, and I remember the last time we had a conversation, I had said that I think I've, I think Flea goes there. Right. I think I told no. you that. Flea. Yeah, I love Flea. Flea. And he goes, "Oh, by the way, that's not. I don't think that's Flea because he does not live in our, you know, in the in the hood. He lives in like you know a different part of you know in in the east side, not up by us." And I was like, "Oh, okay," but I could have sworn it was Flea. Anyways, I'm like, "Okay, that's fine." Flea doesn't go to the YMCA by us, and he might, you know, he's just too cool. He's the coolest bassist of all time. I get it. Yeah. He goes, but that is William. Fincher, Finchner, Fitch, Fitchner, 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 Fitch, Fitcher. I don't think there's an N in there. There, I think there is. Oh, well, anyways, let me look it up. Whatever it is, uh, you're doing a lot of Googling. I think your phone's going to be out of batteries, but, um, uh, I was like, who's that? And he goes, there's this actor. And I go, of course. And I looked him up immediately and I go, that's the guy that I remember going. You're there. right. There's an N in there. Fitchner. And, and, uh, he's amazing. Yes. I love but I'm guy. so happy that I was able to come up with that name. Trish oh, was yeah. with me Daily when I got it. Daily got it. He knew it. Yeah. As soon as I saw him, he told me that. 
and um, and Trish was with me, and I was like, oh, and, and Trish was like, wow, you gave in on that really quick, that it wasn't him. I go, yeah, well, I mean, if Andy Daly said, you know, if Andy's yeah. saying that it, it isn't him, and she was like, yeah, but you came home, I remember that day, so hot about it, like you were 100% right. I'm like, okay, well. Maybe I was 100% right that day, and it's been 16 months, so maybe I was wrong. Flea, that's so funny. He's got a great autobiography or a memoir called Acid for the Children. It's awesome. Really? I, I like the Red Hot Chili Peppers fine. Like, I don't own any of their records. I have a song or two I'll like. I like their mm-hmm. big hits and stuff. I'm not like a rabid fan at all. Sure. But I like seeing him bop around, and I think he's cool. And his book is awesome. It's great. That was Ben Rogers recommended it to me. And uh, it's one of those ones to where he really, um, and it's not just about chili. It's before the chili peppers. It's just about, he's got a really wild, um, you know, growing up and, you know, just a bunch of crazy shit happened to him and came here from, uh, came here from Australia as a kid. And, uh, you know, was a, was a prodigy trumpet player. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Before he got into bass. I mean, he's just a total music genius. And does then, he talk about Big Lebowski or anything like that? Doesn't. No. Huh. Yeah. It's not a lot of, it's not a lot of showbiz stuff. There's a, there's an occasional story or two. It kind of jumps around in different times, but a lot of it's about growing up and like, you know, I mean, just what he survived as an addict and, uh, you know, the shit that they got into, but he's also, um, he really is, is vulnerable um, and you know, it, it exposes his humanity a lot in a way that's very compelling. It was a s- surprising, great read. Oh, that's cool. Acid for the children. Auto, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just thinking, I'm like, man, at what point do you go like, people are going to want to know my story? I mean, Flea is one of those people, but just thinking of everybody yeah, with autobiographies, yeah, like, yeah, when do you decide? And then what happens? You get one, and if it's not like a bestseller, that just means that people weren't that into yeah. you. People said no thanks. Roof. That's, that's that's rough. That's crushing. That's crushing, right? Yeah. Did you ever read the Andre Agassi one? No. That's a of great one not. too. That's a great one too. That's he got he got addicted to like crack and shit. Really? Yeah. Is there a Pete, is there a Pete Sampras one? I don't know. I, this one was interesting because um, he, of how much Agassi hated playing tennis. But his dad was such a, a taskmaster and a freak that he played almost to, to the level of abuse. And Whoa. he just like stuck with it and he was good at it. So he stuck with it, but he really hated it. He's got a bunch of great stories. The ghostwriter on that is a Pulitzer winner. And, uh, and so, you know, I think Agassi just read one of this guy's books and just said, hey, I want you to do this with me. And so, you know, working with that guy, I think really elevated the material. But I think Clements recommended that one because he's a tennis guy yeah, is also he's a- one of these ones that's just this is beyond like oh i like this guy so i'll read his story it's more like hey this one transcends that and it's worth because again i'm not i'm not really an agassi fan or sure. a tennis person but, me neither yeah but it was worth checking out wow okay yeah yeah <laughs> he's got a lot of great comebacks too and it's great as i'm getting older and older to hear like an old guy you know, you know, come back from, from the brink and, and, you know, pull some wins out and, you know, do some stuff as a crusty old veteran. You know, I enjoyed hearing about that too, but a lot of good stories in that one. Um, all right, more questions. This is coming to us from Hugo's 13 B. 
I have hearing damage on my ear from the Iraqi war, so my balance is horrible and squats are a bit dangerous. What exercises do you recommend to safely replace squats? Wow. Thank you well, for your thank service. Thank you service. Yeah, definitely. What's up, Bell Babies? It's Eugene and Stanger, and we want to talk to you guys about taking care of your skin. Not just the skin on your face. We're talking about the rest of your skin. All over, guys, baby. It all matters. Your whole body matters. So why are you just worried about that sweet little moneymaker? And I'm saying moneymaker meeting your face. Your, your face is your moneymaker for everybody in every job. I'm telling you. But you got to worry about your whole body. Your whole body is as sensitive as that little grill you got, your folks. Pu your punum. You guys, uh, skin, epidermis, largest organ we have in your body, okay? Yes. You're taking care of your internal organs. Why not take care of that external organ? And why not take care of it with Osea? Guys, it is so great. Now, listen, is my body covered in some tattoos? Yes. Does that mean I have to spend some extra time making sure that I feel hydrated and that everything is good? Do I also have pretty sensitive skin because I am a boy of color? Yes. Guys. A lot of, a lot of factors. I have a lot of factors going on in uh, Sweet Eugene. <laughs> is that, is that <laughs> and, and I want to make sure that my body feels good. And guys, Osea makes my body feel great. Yeah, we're you know you're on the quest for finding the right kind of skincare products. You want them to be clean. You want them to be the what's right for you. And um, Osea, they're harnessing the power of the sea. They sent it out to us. And I got to tell you guys, I did try to make my own body oil at one point. I mixed a bunch of different oils together, put it in a spray bottle, spritzed it all over myself. <laughs> he smelled horrible. Smelled horrible. I broke out a little bit, and I left grease spots everywhere I went. It was a complete Just disaster. Too you were just too oily, bud. Yeah. It was too Why much not oil. leave it? Why don't you leave it to the people who know how to do it right? And Osea does. You know, because I understand. Listen, we're in these summer months. You don't want to feel dry. You know, you no. want to make sure that you feel comfortable. And, uh, and also, you know, we're out and about now, you know, yeah. and you're out in that sunlight. So you got to make sure that you are keeping yourself healthy and smooth. And Osea is coming in at the right time for your body to feel those results. Yeah, Eugene and I, we got a, we got a program now, and we're using their Andaria Algae Body Oil. You guys, oh, baby. it's part of the routine now. The oil feels amazing. It's, it's luxurious. Like luxurious. Yeah. yeah yes, it's rich. It's it's not it's it's not like Stangers. It's not going to be greasy. It's not going to leave you a bunch of stuff. And you know, sometimes you'd think because you know, it's algae body oil that it's going to be sticky. Guys, it's not. No. It's not sticky at all. No grease. Smells amazing. It's got a beautiful golden color. They, they're doing this crazy shit where they, uh, they're they soaking this hand-harvested Andaria algae in barrels of oil for up to six months to get it just right. Now, that's a lot more than the uh, the process that I went through and making my uh, body oil. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was not hand harvesting the stuff. I was, you know, shaking a bunch of garbage in a bottle and that's why it didn't work. These guys are doing it the right way. Yeah, the result you were, is I bet you I bet you you didn't have acai pulp in there. No, dude. I bet I, you you didn't have the babasu seed oil in there, did you? No, I didn't. No. <laughs> no. 
No. You, you, you were probably doing something real weird, <laughs> bud. Yeah, I mean, clearly, clearly. Clearly. It was, it was an unmitigated disaster, and that shouldn't be what this ad is about. This ad so was your, about- was your was your result liquid gold? A rich, luxurious, never greasy body oil that was like a fragrant of like sunny citrus with some passion fruit. Was that yours, oil singer? No, no. I don't think that mine had top notes of passion fruit. No, I think I don't think yours had top notes. Mine I think it was, was all bottom notes. A lot of bottom notes. <laughs> bottom notes stink, right? Yeah, then it was yes. a lot of bottom notes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Come on. You guys, Osea they, is doing it right. They create skin and body care products that are powered by the sea, and they're doing it right. They've made clean, safe skincare products since 1996. They're vegan and cruelty-free. Yeah, they are responsibly sourced, plant-derived ingredients. That's good for your skin and good for the planet. Uh, Female-founded and family-operated by a mother and daughter team. Uh, so great. That's what you yeah. guys want. This is who you want to team up with. They're going to take and, care of your skin. Trust them. And, and tr- you need to take care of your skin, and this is the way to do it. So you can try Osea risk-free for 30 days and get free shipping on orders over 50 bucks. And they even send free samples with every order, so you can try new stuff, baby. Uh, and, and you can get 10% off your first order with our promo code DUMBBELLS at OseaMalibu.com. That's 10% off with code DUMBBELLS at Osea Malibu, O-S-E-A-M-A-L-I-B-U.com. Yeah, do it. I also want to talk to you guys about snacks. And this is a health and fitness podcast, so it's got to be healthy snacks, right? But uh, let's be real. Most of them have a bad reputation. And honestly, Most of those healthy snacks don't taste very good. They don't fill you up. They certainly don't satisfy your cravings. A lot of times I feel worse after eating them. I pick up the newest, hottest, quote unquote, healthy snack. I take a bite of it. It's like I'm biting into air or some chemicals or something. And then I feel worse. I feel less satisfied. That's why I'm so pleased and pumped that this episode is sponsored by Monk Pack, who makes snacks that taste like our favorite sugary treats, but with one gram of sugar or less. Yes, we are talking about Monk Pack Keto Granola Bars. They contain just one gram of sugar, two to three grams of net carbs, and they're only 140 calories. They're gluten-free, grain-free, plant-based, and non-GMO with absolutely no soy, trans fat, sugar alcohols, or artificial colors. That's what we're looking for. They're good for anybody, whether you're living a keto lifestyle or you're just somebody that wants a snack that doesn't want to, you know, overindulge, that wants to eat healthy, trying to cut back on your sugar and carbs. You don't have to be a keto freak like me. You could just be a, a normal person that's trying to eat less sugar. I, uh, I, I've tried them all, guys. I've wandered the grocery store aisles, the health store aisles, anything with a, the right kind of packaging. Oh, look at this. This might be good. You know, oh, this one's got just the right ingredients. And you bite into it. It tastes horrible. The right ingredients, but it's horrible. Oh, this one actually tastes good. I finally got a good taste here. And then you look and the sugar's through the roof. It's like 58 grams of natural sugar. What the hell does that mean? Who gives a shit if it's natural? It's still 58 grams of sugar. Uh, so I couldn't find the right fit. I'm like a Goldilocks with the healthy snacks. It's got to be the right amount of sugar, which is one gram or less. 
and it's got to actually taste good with good ingredients. Well, in walks Monk Pack, and uh, my heart swelled because they have a soft and chewy texture, and they come in delicious flavors like coconut cocoa chip, peanut butter, blueberry almond vanilla. Good stuff, guys. I'm, I'm peeling all these bars open, taking the package off. I'm combining stuff, mixing the peanut butter with the cocoa chip. Come on, man. I'm in heaven. It's like a peanut butter cup. Um, I, I, what, what is my favorite flavor? I like that blueberry almond vanilla. I like them all, but I'm telling you, mix, mixing the coconut cocoa chip and the peanut butter is a true delight. Uh, they're perfect for a quick breakfast, a snack in between Zoom calls, or a late night treat. And I mentioned this before, you don't got to do it in between the Zoom call. I say do it during the Zoom call. That's the power move. Rip open one of those suckers, shove it in your mouth. Your boss says, hey, Stanger, what the hell are you doing eating during this meeting? And I say, oh, I'm sorry. Did I offend you? And he says, yeah, you did. Show me what you're eating. And I hold up the, uh, the Monk Pack Keto Granola Bar wrapper, and he sees what it is. And he's dazzled by it. He's saying, wow, what is that? I explain it to him. I say that it's one gram of sugar, two to three grams of net carbs, only 140 calories and tastes delicious. Guy gives me a damn promotion. Okay. Now I'm looking at a pay increase. I'm looking at better hours and I'm looking at a better title. I'm not just VP. I'm VP of operations and also director of marketing at this point. I don't have any experience in that, but thanks to Monk Pack, now I do. I've got a whole new freaking career. It's a win, win, win. Uh, I'm obsessed with these bars. I probably eat more than I should. They sent a bunch to Eugene and me. They sent us a beautiful case of them, and I was just going to eat one a day or one every other day, and uh, I might have crushed the entire box in two days. Uh, I have one now, one later. One while I'm waiting for this other one to cool off and then open up. I'll open up two, get those done, maybe just three. I'm going to open up four, line them up in a row, and uh, take them in one by one. And, uh, you know, look, it was a fun game for myself, but I went through the entire box in a day or two. So what I did is I signed up for a subscription. Um, that way I'm getting my favorite flavors, saves me 10% on every order, and it ships to me automatically. So I can wolf them down with a reckless abandon. They come right to my door. I'm never without them. I always got a healthy snack. My kid loves them. My wife loves them. We got them in the house. I got to get them shipped to my house so I don't eat them all. They're that good. Complete game changer in my effort to eat more healthy. So I want you guys to try it. I want you to try it for yourself and you'll see. And we have a special deal for our listeners. Get 20% off your first purchase of any Monk Pack product by visiting monkpack.com and entering our code dumbbells at checkout. And Monk Pack is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you don't like it for any reason, they'll exchange the product or refund your money, whichever you prefer. To get started, just go to monkpack.com and select any product. Then enter the code dumbbells at checkout to save 20% off your purchase. Monk Pack, delicious, nutritious food you can count on. We thank them for sponsoring our podcast. And now back to the episode. Uh, what, what, what could you substitute for squats that would help with balance? Um, so well, that doesn't challenge the balance. I mean, it seems like if you're, if you got that hearing loss, it's not, it's not like you can do shit to kind of improve it. It's just you're 
you're dealing with that as kind of a life sentence. Yeah, and you're dealing with some equilibrium issues, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'm assuming he's talking about having any kind of weight weighted squats, right? Yeah, I mean, go we'll go ahead. There's a I couple mean, things. There's a couple he, things that come to mind for me. If he's if he's talking about weighted squats, uh, as far as having a barbell on his back or or you know in a front squat position, anything like that, I would switch to some dumbbells and do some dumbbell like reverse lunges. So, you know, just things where you'd be able to work your legs, but if you felt off balance, that you could drop the dumbbells and you know you wouldn't. You can you bail just, easier. You can bail easier, and you'd be just dropping to a knee. Yeah. Um, already kind of in that position. So, uh, so I feel like something along those lines would work. Um, some lateral squats in with dumbbells as well, just kind of, you know, working various aspects of that. Um, I guess some Bulgarian squats do require a lot more, um, balance. So just to kind of work on your legs, if you're thinking about things, lunges might be the best alternative weighted lunges and and then using um you know the classic like um like leg curls and and uh, yeah so you yeah. can yeah you can do the um the seated uh, open track exercises yeah. uh extensions and hamstring curls but also smith's machine yes just, just get on the smiths uh, yeah and, um, and you know, you, those are ones that you have to kind of, you can get some weird load points on that, that can be put a little sheer force on your patella. So you kind of have to play around with how you're placing your legs and your foot placement. Um, so just be careful of that. You know, I think the benefit of doing a free bar, open bar, barbell squat is that your body's able to kind of move through its natural range of motion. And you lose that a little bit with the Smiths, but it would solve your balance issues. And I think as long as you keep adjusting and making sure that you have the right kind of hip and ankle mobility, you can get, you can push some weight, you can get close to what you're getting in the squat realm and you're completely safe because you're protected by the Smith's machine. And then I was going to say hack squats too. Um, sure. So that's like a plate loaded. Uh, you're on, you're on like a track and you know, you get, you can load up on your shoulders. It's different than a leg press to where you're seated and the let, you know, you're, you're pushing the weight, uh, with your feet, um, you know, down, I don't even know how to like inverted in a way. Yeah. Um, I would say hack squats are a little closer to like a true squat in the sense that you're, you're top loaded with the weight, but even leg press, some of those can be really good too. Um, and that's another thing where you're safe too. And so I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you can do things for, to help with your proprioceptive awareness, but if you can, I don't know, research that and see if any of that stuff helps, but any of that kind of like just single leg balance stuff you can do or, throwing, you know, throwing dumbbell curls on one foot or, or even like with feet staggered a little bit to see if that can kind of, you yeah. know, help improve your proprioceptive awareness, but you might be beyond that. So I, I don't know, but yeah, look into hack squats, look into Smith's, look into, uh, you know, different leg press machines. And then I like what Eugene said, you know, dumbbells, uh, to where you're just holding them at waist height, kind of lower the stakes. So if you have to bail, you're taking a knee, you're dropping the dumbbells, um, you know, it's not, it's not a big fall. Like if you're carrying a barbell on your back or something. Right. And you can, you know, you can do use dumbbells in like a front rack position as well. Um, 
And, uh, you know, that way it's, you're feeling the load, but it doesn't necessarily have to be as heavy and you can bail in a different way that it doesn't feel as dangerous. True. True. Uh, what are you seeing? Anything else jump out at here, Eugene? Uh, you, Eugene? Anything you want? Um, yeah, not, not, not right away. So I'll take, I got, I got something. Okay. Um, what, uh, this is coming to us from Liz Farmer. What are the best simple steps to trim up after quarantine for someone who's never had a consistent workout slash meal regimen, i.e., how do I fix my life with no effort? And then she's got an emoji with the tongue out and the eyes closed like this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I like that you're showing that for me. Like, I can't just read it. But I don't know if that was for the people listening that you were making a face. Um Hey, dude, if I'm fucking reading a thing, I'm going to do it. I'm going to give it the sure. full service. Yeah. If I'm reading um, a thing. So never had a consistent workout meal plan regimen. Um, you know, this is this is a great coming out of quarantine is almost like, um, you know, uh, people's mentality of starting over or, you know, a new year resolution or something like that or getting going. Um, just even talking about this and and and. Liz, even just um, putting in the comments that you want to do that is the first step. So congrats. That's great. Um, The next thing is um, uh, do it kind of based on what you know already or as naturally as you can to start off, which means there there's so much information out there about how to eat healthy or how to um, work out and there might be a couple of workouts that you've heard of that you might want to try. And maybe that's a thing that you can look into a little bit more. And then as far as nutrition, uh, meal planning wise, don't necessarily plan your meals, but uh, try to think of things that you could add and subtract that would be healthier. For instance, if you're not eating much greens, add some more greens to every meal. Yeah. Um, and then take away a little bit of the things that you know or have heard are not necessarily the most um, nutri- uh, nutrient-rich, uh, meaning you know some kind of white flour thing or something along those lines. So maybe more greens, um, maybe switch to some like whole grain, um, multi-grain breads if you're a bread eater. Um, and then, um, get rid of any kind of liquid calories. What if you're a breadwinner? If you're a breadwinner, then, um, you know, keep working hard. Um, and if you win bread every week in like a race, then keep eating that bread. Just ask them for like multi-green bread instead. Or just like, you know, ease down on the sourdough. If if you're winning sourdough weekly, you're going to have to eat that. You don't want it to go to waste. It's still a good bread that somebody made for you, and it's fresh. So, yeah, fresh. You know. What if you're getting mana from the sky? Oh, man. If you're getting mana from the sky, then, hell, <laughs> you, you, you're living a different life. You know what I mean? Hey, uh, would you rather be nutrient-rich or money-rich? Uh, nutrient-rich. <laughs> That's a lie. Money-rich. That was a blatant lie, and I knew it as soon as I said it. Well, hey, you got money. You can buy a lot of nutrients. Let's be honest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's be honest. I um, mean, you, you know, fucking nutrients are going to get you a new car or put your kid in a school. You know what I mean? No, 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 yeah, no. But, but it'll, keep get, me, it'll keep me It'll keep me 
in a good place, but it won't keep my family fed. <laughs> but I mean, it doesn't listen, give he, them nutrients. It gives just me nutrients. So yeah, I guess money rich. Um, but you yeah, got a bre- you got a breakfast pie like a key. You're making that quiche. You know, yeah, if you're you making can, that quiche, you know that cash quiche, that breakfast, can, that brunch money. You know, you what can I'm buy saying? nutrients, and you can put the kid in school, and there you, you can go. keep the, you know. So money rich is the answer. There's only one answer to that question. It's money rich. You were um, saying cutting liquid calories. Couldn't agree yeah. more. Liquid calories is probably the first step. If you're not a soda drinker or anything else, um, definitely I, I don't would, start. Don't start. <laughs> um, and if you're a if you you're drinking some alcohol, you know, try to move that back because that's liquid calories right there. And yeah. also, you know, the the alcohol makes you eat at odd hours and want to hang out for longer and all that kind of stuff. So you know, that's an immediate way to just kind of. Um, Pull that back. So you can think about it in that way as a possibility, as a possibility, I guess, um, for you out there who are trying to um, start start something new, start something over. Um, that's a good way to fix. Um, it does, however, take a little bit of effort to think about those things. So, um, you know, try to do that and try to do it to the best of your ability. Yep. We got Stanger on a frozen moment here, so uh, he mightn't have to log back in, um, and he will, because uh, it's just me speaking, speaking and um, and going right now. But um, but yeah, Liz uh, Farmer, that's a good way to to look at it, um, a good way to start. Um, and then as far as getting some consistent workouts in. Um, just focus on doing something two to three times a week right now. Um, that's all. Um, consistency just means that you're trying to do something on a regular basis, right? Um, and doing something on a week weekly basis is consistent. So if that means you're doing something once a week even, that's consistency. If you're doing something twice a week, that's even more consistent. So, you know, try to get some kind of workout in as, as, you know, um, one to three times a week to start off and then just build it from there. Um, three times a week is plenty of time to work out plenty of, um, of exercise in a week. Um, and, uh, feel free to start out that way. And there's totally nothing wrong with that. So, um, that's what I would say. So just stick with it. I'm, I'm talking about exercising for, for Liz, still answering this one, um, three days a week. You know, that's a good way to, to, to think of starting. And, you know, um, even doing something once a week is still considered consistent and consistency. So one to three times a week to start off and then build it from there. Just find something you love. I love it. I agree. Everything, yeah. everything I heard of that sounds... Right on. Yeah. So, Liz, uh, keep us informed on your journey, however you decide to start it, and however you decide to continue it. We're on board. Um, uh, so, uh, let me uh, add another question here before we we'll do one more, and yeah. then we'll we'll say goodbye for this week, and then uh, and then come back next week, and we'll we'll finish the lot. Yeah. So, um, uh, Catherine. Uh, N M P L S. So Catherine M P L S. Yeah. M P L S. Okay. Uh, today I injured myself at the gym with a slam ball. 
that was a bit too bouncy. I hit my face hard and knocked me backwards. I sprained oh, my wrist from breaking my fall and got a bloody nose and a swollen lip from the ball. What is the most embarrassing workout injury? Um, uh, funny to picture this happening to you, Catherine. I'm sorry that it did. Yeah. But the, that's the sprained wrist is a bummer. The sprained wrist, but the getting knocked backwards is. I mean, it would be funny if it, your face wasn't injured and you landed on a cushion, sure, or like into a hammock, and then somebody just slid in with a cocktail. Slam balls are heavy, though, man, and especially the ones that are bouncy like that um, can knock you right in the face. That's rough. Um, I saw that happen to somebody else before too. Not where they got a bloody nose, but it definitely hit the bottom of their chin. Oof. And they definitely bit their lip, I think, pretty hard. Had to walk it off, I noticed. Um, and you, you don't want to, you know, embarrass them anymore by asking them if they're okay because they seemed okay yeah. and we're kind of walking it off. But a bummer. Embarrassing. Um, I don't, I, I, you know, when I, um, when I was oh, still you're too cool for any no, no, no. Or- I, I mean, I remember the most embarrassing workout thing would be that I would, um, and this was when I was still working at a bar in New York. There was a guy who came in as a customer and was like, Hey, I'm a, you know, I'm a trainer. I would love to, you know, if you would ever want to train with me, you should. And I'm like, Oh, cool. Why not? You know, I was like 22 and working in a bar. But he had like scheduled my workouts to happen at like, you know, 7 a.m., which I guess in the world is great. But when you get off of work at 4 a.m., nah. it's really early. So I remember going on a couple of workouts with him at like, you know, being a little bit late, getting there and still not realizing that my myself just smelled like a bar. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. And maybe I even wore the sneakers that I wore to the bar there. And he would like be there and I'd be like stretching next to him. And he was just like, buddy, you stink. Oh God. Like an out, like a, like a bar. And I'm like, well, you know, I work at a bar. Yeah. He was like, yeah, but you can't, you, you can't do this. Yeah. And I remember being embarrassed Ooh. for myself, you know, um, for that. But I, I don't, that's not necessarily an injury. Um, from it. I mean, uh, the other injuries that I've had haven't been embarrassing. They've just been painful, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. like dropping a bar on my like chest, you know, um, that's like pretty doing, corny. that's pretty corny though. Well, doing like a clean and all of a sudden, like it rips out of my fingertips and then just lands right on my clavicle. And I, you know, Weren't you? I mean, you were wearing clown shoes. That's pretty embarrassing. I was. I was wearing clown shoes, so I shouldn't have been doing it there. <laughs> and right after I did it, I honked my own no- nose. Yeah. And you had this sad makeup, like the tramp yeah. clown. You know that one yeah. clown that's got the real sad face. And then What's I the had a story then, with that guy. <laughs> I don't know. Who's that just, for? More of like a hobo situation. That yeah. Guy. Yeah. Sad. I did have a sign that just said "Oops" on it too. <laughs> Um, and a hammer and a hammer that I hit a trigger and then a boxing glove came springing out of it. (laughs) That's pretty embarrassing. Um, what about you, Stanger? Do you have an embarrassing workout injury? I similar in the sense that like I've had some bad ones that hurt. I don't know how, you know, nothing crazy embarrassing happening outside of like, you know, like my pants got pulled down and my butt was out and there was a face painted on my butt and then I farted. 
What? No, uh, no, no, just like just painful injuries. I, so one time I, when I first started working at sports club before it became Equinox, I've talked a lot about it on the show before people mm-hmm. know the story, the history, uh, there was this guy named Renee, uh, uh, who was a trainer there and super ripped meathead dude. Um, crazy good shape encyclopedia of knowledge about all things like he, like, uh, like if you would have asked him about the, um, CJC 1295, he would know everything about it and talk for too long about it. Like just, sure. Uh, that um, guy. But, yeah, but great to have around because then he'd be like, Hey, I'm thinking about doing like a cut cycle or whatever. And he would just like go off, um, on it. So anyway, I wanted to, I was looking to get really lean and I wanted to train with him. And so he, you know, drew up like this whole workout for me and we'd all kind of train each other and do that shit. And I was in good shape and I worked out with him one time and he fucking buried me like, <laughs> ba- like throw up, could not. I mean, I couldn't even, it was an hour workout. I couldn't make it through 22 minutes of the workout. Like I was just fucking done, done. I mean, like, I am done. Like it was the hardest thing I'd ever done. Like I was like, this is, and I was thinking like, you know, like 10 minutes in, like, how can I end this? <laughs> yeah. Save face. And so I, I just had to tell him, I was like, look, it's too, it's too hard for me. And I can't do, I don't want to, I don't want to do this. And so it was always a little weird between us after that. Cause I couldn't, wow. he could. And I think he, he couldn't seem to scale it for me. You know, I think he, maybe he was excited. I was excited. And it was just, you know, it wasn't good, a, a good match, but I remember. And then there was like a lot of jokes about like old Stanger couldn't, you know, couldn't oh, cut no. the mustard. He spit the bit out, man. He spit the bit out. Uh, you got to take him in the back and kill him or take him to the glue factory or something. Wow. You know, like when a workhorse won't pull the plow anymore, that kind of deal. That's rough. Yeah. yeah. I was like an animal farm situation. I was like boxer getting, you know, but I was too weak to kick out of the truck. And so the pigs got me killed at the glue Yikes. factory. Yikes. Wow. That's real. Um, so well, that, hey, that comes to mind, babe. I don't know. Yeah, I love it. Listen, yeah. that's okay. We're just we can be embarrassed too. Yeah, I'm sure I have a lot more, and um, I've been embarrassed, you know, just in my own mind a bunch of just like showing up to a gym that I when I, you know, haven't been doing it consistently, and uh, you know, felt pretty low on myself. And you realize that ultimately nobody truly is there to make you look like an asshole. And if they are, then they're just an asshole. So, you know, go there, do your work, try not to get injured. Sorry about your injuries. Um, but if you have a good one, um, let us know. Yeah. We want to hear embarrassing, uh, you know, yeah. make, make Eugene feel better. Make me make Ka- Catherine MPLS feel better. Yeah. Share and, uh, your embarrassing gym woes. Go ahead and, uh, you know, and, and, and reply to Catherine's, um, question in the comments um, of of this week's episode, um, and and let us know your injuries. Uh, that'd be great. Um, cool. So um, somebody put that slam ball in jail on assault charges too, man. Yeah. Lock it up. Lock it well, up. Lock it in. Let me begin. All right, folks. Um, we'll answer more in this two hander, two parter. So um, you know, uh, stay healthy please stay injury free if you have other questions for us we'll continue to answer them throughout the longevity of this podcast which will last for the next 22 years 
Um, so over the next 22 years, we'll keep on answering as many questions as we can. So you can DM us or when we ask over social media, please fill up those comments with questions. Go ahead. Or you can DM us at um, the, the dumbbells. dumbbells on all social media. Instagram is what we're the most active on. So please do it there if you'd like us to react right away. Um, also, if you have a longer form question or you have some picks that you want to include or any of that stuff. Um, also, hashtag picks or it didn't happen if you have a workout thing that you want us to see um, or, you know, tag us in the picture. Awesome. Do that. Um, but if you want to email us, ask the dumbbells at gmail.com. Uh that's right. And on behalf of myself and all the wonderful contributors that wrote in with questions and comments today, we came to win. Battle us, it's a sin. Uh, we like to remind everybody that's out there listening to train dirty, eat clean, and live in between. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>